You say a one for the trouble, two for the time. Come on, y'all, let's... Now it's time for the morning coffee with my daddy, the motivator, Jazzy G, on Power Me Up Radio, talk 24-7. Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. Morning Coffee with the motivator, Jazzy G. Featuring Cheryl Star. Cheryl Star. Good morning, good morning, good morning, my soul motivators. Welcome to another exciting and new episode of Morning Coffee Radio Show. Coming at you with yours truly, the motivator, Jazzy G. Cheryl Star and DJ Nelson of my show. <laughs> That's right. It's the Morning Coffee Crew in the house. It's a, it's a thrilling Thursday, and uh, we're going to have some fun today. I got my trusty partner by my side, the one, the only, the incomparable, funny bone lady herself, Cheryl Star. Twinkle, twinkle, it's Cheryl Star. What up, Star? Good morning, Jazzy G. Twinkle, twinkle, my soul motivators. Yes, it's thrilling Thursday, and my neck bone's connected to my backbone, y'all. Y'all know how I do. <laughs> it's a thrilling Thursday, girl. We're going to work the bone out the back anyway. That's right. <laughs> it's all good. Hey, in the third party to our party, hey, it's the man that keep everything running smooth. He's the percolator. He is the smooth operator. That's right. He's the mashup king himself. The one, the only, DJ Nelson. The Maestro. What up, Nelson? What up, Jazzy G? Good morning, Nelson. Star. You mash up, King you. <laughs> Good morning to you. <laughs> Yo, Nelson, you the man. Let's go have some fun today, man. Let's Nelson, do your wife know we call you the mash up king? Yeah, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, she does. <laughs> you can take that any kind of way, you know. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> so we good. don't know. She might be home. I didn't call you the mash up king. <laughs> All your potatoes over here. <laughs> don't get anybody in trouble, Star. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> His wife does this. <laughs> Put it out. All right. Oh, man. <laughs> Yo. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> Applesauce and the whole nine yards. You're always starting stuff. Woman. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> what up? Right now? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. What up? What it's up? All good. It's all Yo, good. let's start. Yes, yes. Let, let's get right down to it. Let's get into some housekeeping right now. Let's do that. You ready to give us some housekeeping? Let's do it. It's time to get to some housekeeping. All right, Star, what you got today on this Twitter Thursday housekeeping style? Well, first, we want to shout out Mary J. Blige. She celebrated her birthday last week. And yeah. I know you say women don't like to talk about their ages, but, uh, you know, it's clear. I, I don't even know if this is her right age, but they said she celebrated her 53rd birthday. So clap it up to Mary J. Blige, the Capricorn season. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Clap it up. You know, Mary always have birthday parties. Last year, she did a big party. Um, and I think her sister's birthday, Latanya. Birthday is was the day after hers. I think it was the, the day after her birthday. Yeah, but um, Angie Martinez, Mary J. Blige, Latoya, um, who else? Um, they all have birthdays like right after each other, and they always have you know like Angie Martinez was talking about how they've been celebrating their birthday since the uh, you know bang this in your whip. Remember the <laughs> ladies' night? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like we've been celebrating our birthdays like really, really steady, you know, but not through COVID, but she was saying for years they've been doing these big birthday shiz things. 
you know the, the another thing that Mary J Blige got is this new song out you know um it's called Gone Forever and they use you know Jay-Z song Song Cry so yeah. they took you know just speaking of you know industry where people share some of each other's lines and stuff because he had a he had a line in the song once a good girl's gone she's gone forever and the song cried and they took that and made it their hook so she's on that song with Remy Ma and DJ Khaled which is is it's a pretty good song so I was I was team Mary in the car <laughs> you know coming here I was driving I was listening to my gone forever because that's true once the good girls is gone it's like you know yeah, I gotta check that song out. I haven't heard it yet, so I gotta yeah, check it out. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, we always shouting out the birthday. Another thing, I'm gonna switch gears for a minute and take us to uh, a different uh, different art, different sound of music, which is Barbara Streisand, because I happen to love Barbara Streisand so motivated. You know, I, I you know, people laughed at me. I was married when she did her last concert at the garden and um you know i had connections to get us some tickets and my ex-husband didn't want to go see it and all my friends at work was laughing well, yeah you want to go see barbara i said barbara streisand classic what are you talking about like i like barbara streisand i like cheer you know people like that i'll go see in concert i even been to eliza minnelli concert that's because i have free tickets you oh, get what? what i'm saying like back in the era of the bgs the 70s you know I had a couple of, you know, music people that outside of what you would normally think, like my music uh, IQ is not just R&B or soul music. I love all types of music, you know? We come from the era of, you know, we come from the WABC era. Right, of- right. Light FM, you know? You know about WABC, so you 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 understand that. So you know that's in in uh, the other station, uh, the WCBS. You know, CBS. So, yeah. And remember the BGS, uh, the Doobie Brothers. Yeah, you know, so, groups like that. Right. New Yorkers, we come up in the era of, of radio, and, and again, WBLS was back then too. So yeah. Frankie Crocker, like, right? Frankie Crocker. So a lot of songs got broken through Frankie Crocker, you know. So that, that's how we know of Culture Club, you know. Right, the, exactly. That that came through Frankie Crocker. Time won't give me time. Yeah, they played them first. So right. They, so that, that we come up from that era. That that's what from made it. You just took me back. Focus, brothers. <laughs> Most of their routines is off of songs that that's like you know, uh, um, I'm alone again, naturally, naturally like that. right, right, but, absolutely. Yeah, we, we know all those songs, you know, saying, uh, uh, Kenny Rogers, Shania yeah. Twain, you know, exactly. So, we know all those those songs, so those songs made a, a, a difference. It was, it was part of our growing up and listening, to absolutely. It. And that's what I try to explain to people like. <laughs> Y'all didn't listen to that back in the days. Very, very eclectic. Very eclectic. Right. 70s, 60s, 70s era New Yorkers are very eclectic. We we know music. We're very knowledgeable. And, right. Our radio stations were knowledgeable. And the, and the disc jockeys that, that were on the air at that time were very knowledgeable people of music. You know, and, and even all the movies that, you know, when Diana Ross did the theme for Mahogany, do you know? Right. You go? All of that stuff was connected and whatever was happening, whether it was in music, movies, film, you know, we knew the music because the radio was connected to everything that was happening in the world at that time. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
But yeah. the, um, Barbara Streisand released her memoir, so I was gonna purchase it because you know I started liking Barbara Streisand because of my mother. So I was just telling my mom. I said, "Mom, done. Barbara Streisand got a tell-all memoir book." And being that all of this stuff, you know, because she was in Hollywood too. You know, she made the classic love story, "The Way We Were" with Robert Redford. That was a classic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. And The Prince of Tides. I'm, you know, that's one of my favorite movies that she wrote. And she produced a lot of the movies that she was in, even though she was acting in a lot of them. Right. So, um, you know, I was I was interested in that because my mother loves her. So right. I was like, oh, wow. You know, I, I yeah. definitely want to get her memoir and read it because, you know, um, yeah, I was always interested in like, what is that lifestyle? What is she into and stuff like that? Because right. a lot of people kept their privacy. Like you didn't hear about a lot of the celebrities that, you know, some of them. They had this this type of aura with them where they they didn't let their stuff leak out. I don't know if they had people sign the NDAs back then. Yeah, <laughs> had people like Rona Barrett that was all in their business, you know. <laughs> right, right. Oh uh, uh, man, I can't think of your name. You know, they did all the celebrity stuff back then. Uh huh. Right. Uh, I know Rona Barrett was one of them, but it was a uh, it was another one too. That was it, that that stayed in people's business. You know what I'm saying? Um, all that Hollywood stuff. But I can't think of her name, but she was famous too. You know what I'm right. saying? But uh, yeah, but yeah. To, when we have the internet today, so you know, that's the thing. That's you know, you can be in everybody's that's true. business. Everybody's yeah. business. Yeah. Wants, so. <laughs> yeah. right. so that's right. one. The other the other thing is that you know. People like to stay in other people's business, but again, what the internet <laughs> did did for us is made us know things around the world. Like we wasn't that fast, but with worldly stuff, what's going we, on everywhere, right, right? Everywhere, yeah. You had to be a worldly person or traveled a lot or something like that. Average person back in the days in our era, you know, what I'm saying we didn't travel like that. We didn't know the world. You know, what I'm saying we got it off from world news. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that that's the difference, you know. But I just as Barbara Streisand is someone that you go to a concert, see Barbara Streisand. Yes. For me, the person for me, because I guess they call it guilty pleasure. Mm-hmm. Right. My guilty pleasure is Billy Joel. Like I, I've been oh, to a okay, Billy yeah. Joel concert before. Yeah. So you know, I'm one of the few black guys you see in the concert. Right. Of Billy I Joel. I got to see his like, concert a lot because you know every year he does a, a sh- short residency at the Garden every year. And so, I've been there. You know, right. not, being the being the rep. Right. Right. I got to see it. I've been to about three of them. Right. Right. Of his. Yeah. Right. So, yes. And and his concerts are good. His he concerts brings are good. the house down. Yes, he does. Billy yep. Joel brings the house down. I'm telling you. Yeah, <laughs> he's, he's my guilty pleasure, though. Yeah, he's a he's a regular at the garden. And, yeah. and and the thing that I loved about uh when we were negotiating with the garden is the shows. More than the basketball games, because I don't know, for some reason I do like going to the live games. When I used to go to the games And you know If I was working If I was at the games for work I really didn't go into the arena And um, Because you never know Like depending on what department I'm meeting with Like I could be meeting with 
the uh, the, the the club seats, which is like upstairs. Right. So if I go into the arena part of it, then I get to be in the suites, and that's how I met like Lala when she was married to Camilo Anthony. Right. You usually see the wives and stuff like that. But other than that, if it's a concert, I'm always in the arena. <laughs> right, right. And it's funny because the managers knew me, and they would be like, "Sir, you want to get a seat?" Only thing I couldn't do was sit down because you know some people don't show up to their seats. Right. You know, you know what I mean. But you can't sit down while you're on duty because now it's like you're stealing time at work. Oh, yeah, right. So I would always walk into the arena and you know hang right out there where they you know sometimes I'll be by the stage area or depending on where I land based on what department I was meeting at. But Billy Joe was there a lot, so sometimes when you know when when he's singing a songs that I like, I just go in there and just look around at the crowd. You know, you start really seeing how how huge a place is. When you see, even at the Babyface concert, remember when everybody put their phone lights on? Yeah, yeah. And I just stood up and looked around like, wow, it's packed in here. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, you know, so that's that's the joy that I got out of, you know, that's how I saw Tina Turner, you know, people like that, you know, Lady Gaga. So I, I watch their practices and like, oh, okay. You know, so it's like going to their concert pretty much. Yeah, when you see the sound check, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. Yeah. That's, that's so cool. another thing, you know, speaking of music, you know, the Grammys are coming uh, February 4th. Yeah. And, um, you know, we're interested to see what's the Grammys going to be like this year. But, you know, they're not going to have a, a big tribute like they did, you know, last year. But SZA, we talked about this before, Jazzy G. SZA is leading uh, the Grammys, which people are speaking about it on the um, online and stuff that they're so happy for. Wait, wait, these four, I'm going to be very upset. Yeah, she she got nine nominations. Nominated, she's you know, she's nominated pretty much in all the categories: best record, best song, best uh, new, um, best R and B song or whatever. You know, so she got best album, best R and B. So they four. I'm gonna be upset. That's all I gotta say. That's true. At least give her four out of them, right? Because she's also going up against Taylor Swift. Uh, a girl Coco Jones is she nominated for five, so she's she's in the same category as Scissor. So I want her to at least get one. So I know Coco that? Jones got the best. Uh, she's nominated, yeah. she, even though we said she's not the new artist, but they put her in best new artist uh, category. Right. I want to get at least one out of that five. So that's right. why I say right. if Scissor could get four and Coco get one, or oh, who's in who's in uh, in second place because Scissor's number one. Coco. Well, her, her and um, oh, you talk about out of our culture because you know she's go. They said she's going up against Taylor Swift. Right. So we want to see if they're gonna really, you know. But it's three just, B girls. It's three R and B girls. That's um, uh, Monet. Monet is in it. What's the uh, What's the other girl? Um, it's a It's a couple of people in the category. But right. um, but SZA um. SZA, SZA, I mean, for the R&B girls, though, I'm saying. SZA, I know, SZA, Coco Jones, there's someone else. The Coco Jones got, got five. SZA got nine. There's someone else that had, that's in R&B that has seven. Oh, I didn't, I didn't see. I know, I saw, I saw a Coco Jones nomination for the uh, Best New Artist, but. It's five, got five nominations, though. Right, so, I didn't. I didn't see how many nominations. The yeah. only thing that I saw was the highlight of uh, Scissors. Coco has five. There's someone that has seven, and I think it's her. I think it's her. Her maybe have the seven. Oh, okay. I didn't even see her name in it. I, I think it. I'm not sure. 
because there's, there's, there's like three of them. I know it was three of them. And we talked about it on the show last year sometime when the nominations came out. Remember when the nominations came out? We mm-hmm. talked about it on, on, the, on Morning Coffee, but I cannot remember the third person. Sorry. You know what I'm saying, but you know, what I'm saying we should just yeah. it up. <laughs> we should just be goofy. But you know, we'll 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 double back to the Grammys before it come on because it's it's February fourth, so we got time to, uh, you know, yeah, double yeah. back. Who's that other nominee in there? Yeah, but you know, yeah. congratulations to her for the nominations in itself. Yeah, you know, album was was really good. Kill yeah. Bill. Yeah, <laughs> it's a really good album. Yeah, definitely. Definitely, I'm I'm liking today's R and B. I really like it. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, today's R and B is pretty good. Yeah. In, in my age range, really don't get it. They they don't like it as much. Mm-hmm. Ain't about it, but I see. You know, what I'm saying the boom is the. I mean, for my age, the boom is. I'm talking about. I'm not talking about the Gen Xs. Right, right. But y'all y'all more fine with today's R and B. Right. And the boomers are for some reason the boomers are not getting it, and they were like, ah, they complain. But I'm like, hey, I'm, I'm digging enough. I feel yeah, it. you know they they about stuck in their ways like how our parents was when rap first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> and grab your boy here, no Al Green. <laughs> <laughs> now that your stuff's on your head. <laughs> but it's all good though but, um, yeah. yeah I got a, a couple of more housekeeping So you know we're in the winter season And stuff and you know it was Trending that a lot of The ski resorts are closing Because of the global warming you know the lack yeah. Of snow Wow. And, and they're losing tons and tons of money So they were saying that A lot of the ski resorts Are even in places like Colorado Aspen like those big Switzerland, those big ski resorts. So the local ski resorts are, you know, because a lot of them have some water water themes inside. So they're yeah. focusing on the indoor activities. Yeah. And um, they're saying they have to resort to like the fake snow and, and, yeah. and get some boarding and stuff because instead of shutting down the business, they were saying, you know, a lot of these places are, you know, normally, you know, big, big bucks around this time. They, they're half, yeah. half capacity. Yeah. And some saying not even half. Yeah. You know, like nobody wants to go skiing if there's no snow. Right. <laughs> that, like Great Wolf in Pennsylvania, that's, that this time of the year, they peak time. You know, right. we go to Great Wolf in the summertime because that's their off peak time. So we always get the discount because most people don't go to indoor theme parks. And, and, and the, right. Right. Go into time, so we were going the summertime and get the discounts of the, the coupons and all that stuff. With great wolf, that's how we spent out. We used to spend out like it would it would be like right before the summer, like right, right, because it's usually like the Memorial Day holiday time. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they have the discounts for that, that for that time. <laughs> Flip it. <laughs> yeah, so that's it, it won't be as crowded. <laughs> we get on everything. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's 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 you know, and it's all water theme, and I love the water, so right, it's, right. it's good for me. So indoor, and then so being that it's warmer outdoors, sometimes we go in the summer, then you know it's an outdoor pool and all that stuff too. But you know, I love all that water, indoor water stuff. I I love going to those places like Great Wolf and those places. Those those those, those my place my spot <laughs> yeah so they I said they, gotta, the kids. they, they have to recreate these themes and um you know so they won't lose a lot of money 
Um, and this has been going on for the last few years, they said, you know, because if you really look at it, we haven't had like, uh, you know, a bit. We had some snow here and there, but it was never to the capacity of the snow in the yesteryear, like yeah, 10, 15 years ago, you know, yeah, of this year, this season. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you, so I'll be real honest with y'all. Uh, I don't have to shovel rain. So if it <laughs> oh, I'm I'm for it. I know that sounded a little selfish, but I I take it because again, you know, I, right. I, I I rather have the rain than the snow. And now and now that certain things that like my my basement don't get flooded like it used to because I have a whole new roof and everything like that. So once I got the new roof with the solar and all that type of stuff, I don't have the basement leaking anymore. So thank God for that. So you know, but uh. If I had to choose between the two, I, I take the rain over the snow at this present moment because again, that's that snow. Sometimes, my God, you know, like say two years ago, I think it was two years ago, and we had a lot of snow. And then, you know, then all of a sudden the, the town, you know, they're not doing what they're supposed to do, and then the county not doing what they're supposed to do. Then I got to get on the phone with people, and I'm I'm on the I'm on social media and. <laughs> tagging fish shoes and all that, that so now now you see the trucks coming through my block because they didn't they didn't they didn't uh shovel the snow on my block so it is now you you see them coming through my block because now i i, I tagged in the officials and i'm and i'm and i'm venting and everything like look look what the town not doing and look what the, the county's not doing <laughs> you know what i'm saying i'm being i'm being the old fussy dude from the muppets <laughs> you know what i mean <laughs> yeah but now you see the plowing through my blood through my street because you know that's like an order like okay go through mr randy's block because you know he's he's fussing you know what i'm saying but yeah but you know I, again I, if i don't have to shovel snow i'm i'm fine at, at my age right right <laughs> it, it was fine and kids just have their own shovels and everything i'm older now so I gotta pay somebody to shovel some snow now. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, you know, uh, I remember back in the days when me and my boys we made a whole lot of money shoveling the snow, shoveling the, the cars, getting the cars out of the snow. Mm-hmm. Out of money. Yes, yeah, that was back in the day. I have a funny story. Uh, so when you know my ex-husband, he was into all of that type of stuff. So he bought the state-of-the-art snowmobile, and. Um, I think we got divorced a couple of years, so the, the snowmobile was still new. But I just never learned how to do it because yeah. it, it's a state of the art. He he was he was telling me when he bought it. I'm like, babe, why are you buying a, this this big time snowmobile yeah. thing? He was like, you don't understand, you know, because also he also uh, he also worked on small engines as well. You know, he he was right. a mechanic guy, so he knew small engines so he was basically telling me how powerful it was and yeah. I'm gonna buy something I'm buying the top of the line so anyway make a little story short is when I was dating so after I got divorced I started dating this guy and so one day we had snow right <laughs> he did not want to use the snow the snow blower was in the garage yeah. and he was out there shoveling and so my neighbor my neighbor is cool but my neighbor realized after a while you know, because, you know, you don't knock on your neighbor's door and announce right. that's your divorce. Right. But exactly. my neighbor realized, you know, after he see, he see my my ex-husband in a couple of years. So he saw my new guy. <laughs> and so he's going to say, hey, buddy. He said, why are you shoveling? He said, well, you, you ain't going to use your snowblower. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, because you know he he um he was a guy that loved my ex husband snowblower because yeah. they used to be outside talking about the engine in the snowblower. You know this is guy stuff. So when he saw my friend shoveling the snow, <laughs> he said, "Cause I'm coming outside," and he like, "Hey, what's going on, guy?" He was like, "You you ain't gonna use the snowblower," and and so you know, oh boy, that didn't go right with my friend because he's standing there, keep on shoveling. He's like, "No, I'm okay." And then his back started hurting because if you got a snowblower, so I said, "Please use the snowblower. It's no big deal." Because he was like, oh, "He made it like you know," but I was like, "Men with these." <laughs> When and then when we turned the snowblower on, because I went and got the snowblower because I, I could it was painful to watch him shovel like the way he was because it was a it was a lot of snow and his back was hurting you know so I went and got the snowblower and then the neighbor came over so he was like oh you know yeah because y'all he was like because I remember when y'all got this so he changed it to y'all because he yeah. saw what was going on oh, he yeah. probably was like oh this is a new guy. Yeah. So he was like, yeah, you know how to work this thing? So he didn't know how to work it because he was from the South where they don't have snow, yeah. oh, you man. know? So he wasn't familiar. You know, he's familiar with mowing the lawn, but he wasn't like a snow because they don't get snow. Yeah, and, you know, the way we get it where you need a snowblower. So anyway, so the neighbor, my neighbor came over and turned it on and was like playing with it. And he was amazed that he was like, oh, OK. Next thing you know. The driveway was clear in like 15 minutes. <laughs> and, and I said, I said, um, babe, you could have been got that done. But I think because the guy, you know, my neighbor came over and was like, you know, because it was it was just funny. But then then he saw how fast it was. So you would shave yourself shoveling if right. you just had a snowblower. Exactly. Yeah, that my neighbor and I, we 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 said we we're going to go half on a snowblower. And That's a good idea. Yeah, but and what happened is, but and then we didn't have snow like that year, and then but we, right. Are we gonna get? We gonna get? We need to get a snowblower. This is a that, but then he died. Following oh, year. yeah. So I, I, I did. Yeah, y'all should. You should have purchased it because you would only had. You would have right. had. You had it for half. <laughs> we were supposed to, and then we didn't get snow that year. So right. Yeah kind of like all oh, right we didn't get slow but we said we, we said we don't purchase it and we said what we're gonna do because a lot of times in the summertime like around july um if home depot or or even um lowe's if they have like snow blowers left over what they do they put it on clearance in july they have like this july sale right 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 or like christmas in july something like they, they call it and then you get it for you know what I'm saying you get it for a really good discount and that's what we said but yeah july you know since it didn't since it didn't snow this year most likely you know what we'll do is we'll wait until july and we'll go get it and this and this and that so we'll you know and go half on it but it'd be at a discount this and that but then you know he passed away and everything like that so it it, it changed my whole scope and then dab got sick and then you know what i'm saying so that kind of like changed my whole scope but you know and this year we haven't got any real snow so but i think i'm gonna do that this summer by snowblower you know because I, I just got a feeling you know especially if we have a really really hot summer coming up then right. you know, snow in the winter because anytime you got a super hot summer we always have a real, real snowy winter. It just, it just happens that way, you know. So, I, I, I see. 
but, but I'm a snowblower man I definitely is you know I was like hey we gotta get a snowblower but I'd rather like I said I know it sounds selfish so motivated but I take the rain over the snow right now you know I'm a 60 year old man I'll be 61 in a couple of months I'd I take the rain over the snow. I can, I can always put on the rain from galoshes. I'm good. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Remember back in the day with the galoshes, yo. We oh man. Kid that wore galoshes, yo. That was crazy. You wore galoshes, you got snapped on back in the day. But you <laughs> wet though. <laughs> yo, we used to snap on the kids with the galoshes. That was a they used to look like them. They, they wear boots now. The big red boots look like yeah. The, the, the rain boots are always funny. Yeah, they, that's what they look like. <laughs> the, the big old red clown looking boots or something. <laughs> oh, that's I like red, red. though. I, I I rock some red snow boots, rain boots. God, yo, that, when I saw it, it reminded me of the galoshes. I was like, yo, you got <laughs> galoshes. I think the red one, the yellow ones, remember the big big. <laughs> Yellow one, oh my god! Oh my god, how time has changed! Oh wow! <laughs> and they 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 sport it and everything, and, and the celebrities are wearing it. So of course, anything celebrity wear, everybody else people endorse it. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It becomes a fashion. Oh statement. yeah, <laughs> that that what's what's the what's the, the Jenner girl or uh, um, the the young Jenner girl? Uh, Holly. Kylie Jenner, oh my God! If she just, if she blink at you, everybody want to buy whatever she, you know what I'm saying? Right, right. If she put on some, if she put on some uh, lip gloss, up oh, that lip gloss screw up. Mm-hmm. That's how she got billions, but they retracted. She's uh seven hundred million. I remember they said she was the first billionaire out of the out of Kardashians and. Kim Kardashian had a fit. Yeah. <laughs> that is not correct. <laughs> like, y'all arguing over who's the more. more rich. Right, they stop already. Stop. <laughs> well, speaking of, one one more housekeeping. Speaking of time change, Jazzy G, I don't know if you saw this post because I know I usually send you stuff too. Did you see the post of their hiring for a dispensary? You know, the weed, you know, the weed shops that are legalized across the city. You know, they are looking to hire people. And so people was on this post talking about now you're going to force, you know, black people going for this job. <laughs> they said 21 to $74 an hour. And, and, and they're looking for people to work six hours. You know, this ain't even eight hour job. And right. preferably weed smokers. Of course. Preferably we smoke. So people was like, well, they can sell the product for sure. <laughs> they, can, they can definitely because, you know, weed got uh, these these dispensary places got uh, different names and different scents. Like they got uh, chocolate tie. Yeah. They got caramel glaze, you know, so the weed smokers are educated on the they like cigars like you know some cigars have these these vanilla vanilla rome scents and cherry blossom so they're saying that this is and and, and, you know it it, is cool in a way though jazzy because it's a way to give more jobs because you know they were saying statistics say weed smokers become lazy they become couch potatoes and they like to smoke and and eat and eat uh you know yeah. potato chips and you know Munchies. eat snacks munchies or whatever but they were saying that because of what it does to some people 
So they would like them to be out there working. So right. you weed smokers out there, and they <laughs> they had some locations: Twenty Third Street, Thirty yeah. Fourth Street. <laughs> like they yeah. got a weed location right near Macy's, actually, or Thirty Fourth Street, or near the Sixth Avenue area. Right. They got one on 23rd Street. They got one on 46th Street and 9th Avenue. So these are, this is, this was funny because, you know, I was reading the comments. And so people was like, does crack count? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, yo, you can't put stuff like this up. Social media is, social media is a monster, man. <laughs> they, you, you put stuff up and they start, they run, they run with it. They run yeah. with it. Well, you know, it's crazy years ago when they first was talking the whole, cause they, they, you know, the, they know where things are going to be legalized. Right, right, right. Cause they started, you started able to get right. a prescription. Right. Definitely. Right. To, uh, investing in, in, in weed and Right, right We was too We was thinking and, about that Right At one time They made good money Before the okay. pandemic Thing. So we were like Okay, so we're Right you know, We're not smokers But it doesn't That that won't matter Owning it You know what I'm saying we, Right, right, right The management of these smokers That know Right, right the, know, the, know the product Right, know the product Because it's hard so like, That's what they were saying So we went to one of those Things, those showcases That tell you how You can get into The, the cannabis business and Right, right Get a suspensory And all that type of stuff So Right So when they're like Well we don't even smoke So well this really worked for us And they were like well, you don't have Yeah I wish we would've did it too Cause me and my sister Was getting ready to do that too The biggest thing was that Was having a, a clean record You couldn't have Well that That's that's another thing That they put on the uh, The, the posts that you could you can't have you could have a misdemeanor but no felonies. Oh, no, no felonies, right? Right, right. Yeah, and they did I, have that I on was there. Freaky clean, so I never did. Right. Feel, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if we were looking into as an investment because right, we was you know saying okay, what else are we gonna invest in besides real estate? Right, right. Because so, now we want to get into uh, brick and mortar uh, investments, and that's what and and other outside of. Real estate, and and that's one of the, one of the things that we looked into. Right, heavily looked into it and everything because they wanted to get a lot of mom and pops involved before the big big tobacco uh, guys get uh, get involved with it. You know what I'm saying? Because they were look takeover type thing, but there was this legislation in place so that the big business guys cannot take it over. You know. Mm-hmm. To, to because it's supposed to uh, stimulate the economy. So if you do it with a lot of mom and pops, you know, and shops, that stimulates the economy with around this neighborhood surroundings. Right, the big business involved, big business. Right, then it doesn't help. Right, you can look at the 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 outsourcing and this and that and all that type of right. stuff. Right, it, it really doesn't make a difference in the local economies across the nation. And again, right. It's uh again, it's not legalized federally yet. You know, right. That's their state by state. So that's the other thing that's that's part of it. And they're working on that too, because that yeah. that was mentioned in the article, like yeah. where all the states that yeah is legalized and all of these dispensaries. And you know who else? Uh, Sha- Shaquille O'Neal's ex wife, Shawnee O'Neal, now Shawnee Henderson. Um, she has a, a weed business and she she made a lot of money and she actually talked about it on her reality show that her son smokes weed like diligently 
and she was like you know of course when he first started she didn't like it but she got all her information from her son and he's actually partners with her you know but their business is booming because she was debating should she do it too and 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 um her son was like no this is the type this is the type you know first lady so <laughs> but but it, like you said, you have to have people who know the product. Yeah, and you know, so people was you know people were saying that that's a great idea, you know, and you know you'll you'll make some weed smokers some honest working class people. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, and, I, and commend it. My take on the whole weed is because I know the history and the reason why it became illegal and 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 the whole the whole nine yards, but. It, it should be legalized. Mm-hmm. I, I never smoked weed a day in my life. I never even tried it, but it should be legalized. And again, they they it was so much uh, misinformation, and the Reagans were behind that, especially Nancy Reagan. Nancy Reagan, say no. <laughs> Nancy Reagan made up the whole theory that that weed is a gateway drug. There is no scientific proof of that. None at all. Okay. One, there's no, there's no real, there's no real gateway drug. That's that's a myth in on in this in itself. There's no gateway drug. Okay, because addiction is not based on gateway. Get what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There's, there's no gateway to addiction. So that's so right there makes it a myth. So there was no proven fact that weed would be the gateway drug. Weed is just a, it's just that even back in the day, it was cheaper. It's one of the cheapest until crack came along, you know, and then crack became cheaper than everything else. Crack was cheaper than heroin. Crack was even weed. Crack, so crack had this epidemic because it was cheaper and it got people higher faster and that type of thing. And it, and it was flooded into minority based neighborhoods purposely. You know what I'm saying? They put that there so they can, and that was the, to actually change the economy okay so that came out proven facts and books you can read on that and maybe that's not some some conspiracy theory that i'm coming up with it's just a stone cold fact you can read about it and everything but but the fact of the matter is when it comes to weed and, and it being a gateway drug that like, no it's not at oh, all you're trying to say like okay once you start smoking weed you're gonna want a, uh, another high they trying like oh weed leads you to smoke this right and then, right and it doesn't yeah and that's not there's no true that because because again when you deal with addiction because again addiction is 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 based on uh the the uh the, the the philosophy behind addiction is that not philosophy, but the, the truth behind addiction is that it's you have this thought pattern of doing, feeling, and believing. So you're you're in this uh, this illusion pattern of feeling, doing, and believing. That's why you can get addicted to just about anything, and it comes from your your basic human needs. So three of your six basic human needs. Is, is where the addiction lies Because you're trying to meet those needs Simultaneously But you have this illusion that It makes you feel good Or, you, or, or you're doing the right thing So it's, it's believing, feeling And doing So that's the illusion right there So you have this false perception So you're trying to meet your needs 
And the other thing behind that is that that's why you can't get addicted to cigarettes, nicotine. You can get get addicted to to uh, alcohol, to gambling, to sex. You get what I'm saying? Like what would be the gateway? What would be the gateway to sex? You know what I'm saying? Like what would be the gateway to porn, so to speak? Give you know what I'm saying? <laughs> what would be the gateway to porn. If you're addicted to porn, what would be the gateway? Well, you know, I was scared when um, you know, when, what's his what's his name? Eric Benet. Remember, he said he had a sex addiction. Yeah, yeah. He said he had to have sex every hour, every minute, or something. He was saying, right. and we, how was that possible? You don't even get it up like that. He <laughs> <laughs> could be that stimulated again. The, the, uh, again, it's the illusion of, of the whole the pleasure and all that. Right. Yeah, trying to meet a need, and he tried to meet the need from 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 his, his three basic human needs, and it could be you know he, he could be spontaneous because the the need of variety. You know, but it's funny, huh? <laughs> it's funny how after Holly Berry divorced him, he had a <laughs> he had addiction for her. <laughs> They're like, what happened to your addiction? You was just cheating well, on her. <laughs> well, he did in in in. I think he did an interview with someone. I can't remember the interview. But I did see, <laughs> and he said that they, that was kind of like the story they came up with. They, they, right, right, right. You know they exaggerate on everybody's stuff. Came up with that. So it, <laughs> it, it was the whole sex addiction thing, but he really wasn't—he wasn't uh, addicted to sex or anything. Because again, you know, addiction is a different—it's really a different world. You know, what I'm saying the addiction comes before whatever the, the placement is. And what I mean by placement is like you—you you have this. Uh, that's why they—they they, they call it like a uh, a disease because right. they, they'll go to it before. Right, and not just because it's a disease. It's—it's it's, it's just that it. What happens is is that the addiction actually comes first, right? Whatever, right. Whatever draws you in, whatever it is, right? Addicted to, right? That's why you have people that overdo it and going to the gym. You know, they they turn from a gym rat fanatics and stuff. Yeah, yeah you know. Again, it, it becomes obsessive. It's too obsessive. Right, right, right. And you have to meet just your basic human needs. You have to meet them. And when and when it comes to addiction, it's three of those six. I said, and they work it simultaneously. So you're trying to meet something simultaneously, and then you have this illusion that it, you know, what I'm saying this this belief system, this this that it, you know, it feel and doing. It's like that belief, feel, doing, and it just repeats itself. For, you know, what I'm saying it's belief, feeling, doing. Believe, feel it, do it. Is that, is that it repeats itself? That's the addiction. You got what I'm saying? That's the addiction. And that's where it has to sit. You can't, that's why you can't cure it. You don't cure addiction. You must shift. So, whatever's the negative, whatever the negative addiction is, you must shift it to a positive addiction. Because you're addicted. You're gonna you're gonna be that way because you're gonna keep trying to meet needs, so you got shifted. You know, I think I made the example of yeah, even of even business people addicted to winning and they're addicted to money, even though they don't spend it. <laughs> they just wanna they just wanna purchase something like they. It's it's so many well, shopping, different. You can be addicted to shopping, shopping, so, and just yeah. spending money that you that, just. That's don't my wife. To- she loved to shop. You know, what I'm saying and you know, says called herself a shopaholic. You know, she loved to shop. You know, but at, at the same time, she kind of knew that. She wasn't gonna. She wasn't gonna buy things and that, you know, meet meet paying the mortgage. Right, like that's like when you know it's addiction when that's you're true. when you're buying something instead of paying for your lifestyle things. Right, it's it's it's, it's all or nothing. 
it's all it's all or nothing just like gambling it's, it becomes an all or nothing situation so they don't they don't go back to the atm back to the atm and yeah. lose 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 yeah and now they ran out of money <laughs> and nobody else in the casino want to leave so now they asking you for money <laughs> like you ain't gonna bankrupt me just like yeah. you did yourself come on yeah and they fester on that stuff you think about this never clocks in the casino there's never clocks in this casino. <laughs> in the casino, you never know if it's day time or night <laughs> because the casinos are lit a certain way. You know what I'm saying? So what's that? The illusion of winning. Right. <laughs> so they, they play on addiction just as well. That's why they put those disclaimers out there. Yeah, yeah. So you can't can't you mm-hmm. have gambling problem see so and you have at, at a lot of casinos you have Someone with a, a at a table about uh, gambling anonymous. You ever see that? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they ran on the side with gambling anonymous be in the in the place and the IRS. Both of them in there. <laughs> 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 One got a this, t- this lady have a case going out. Um, she she had she had a case where she won like forty two million from um uh, the casino in Queens. And they have a disclaimer on the uh, on the slots on the machines that says uh, if if the slot machine sometimes is rigged, they're they, they're not liable to pay the money. So that's yeah. what they did. They told her that it was a glitch. They in- do it all the time, and they shouldn't get away. With yeah, it. and and you know they don't have forty two million in there, so yeah, they, they was never gonna pay that if somebody hit that. You know those jackpots. They do that to people so many times that they went big and they said, "Oh, something wrong with the machine." Uh huh. Right. Way with that, How? and they trying to offer her a couple of thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> they like yeah, our lawyers, like we taking this. Yeah, but you know who they gate? They tried to do that to Jennifer Lopez's mom. You remember when she won a million dollars? Yeah, they didn't know she was Jennifer Lopez's mother. Yeah, so they they did that same BS to her, and right. and when they found out, they paid her her money. Yeah, that was a casino in in, in, in Connecticut, wasn't it? Yeah, it was a local one, but. I don't know which one to connect. What Empire? Not Empire City, because that's Yonkers. But no. it was one of the. It was one of the local casinos. I, yeah, I think it was. The one. They just thought, oh, she's a she's a woman, older woman from the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> and found out the that local. was J Lo mother and came up with the money. <laughs> they do that all the time. They're and they taxed her anyway because she wound up. Oh, I think she wound up only with like six, seven hundred thousand. Yeah, but that's uh, I'm saying. It's so crooked. They get away with that. How yeah, they're so crooked. How That's they, why they put they, those disclaimers on it. That's <laughs> a, oh, no, you really didn't win because something wrong with this machine. You don't have no sign on this machine. <laughs> hey, how, how you going to say something wrong with this machine and I win? Said the machine had a glitch. Right. Like, what are you talking if, about? If I put all my money in this machine and I win nothing and I come and I complain and say something wrong with this machine. <laughs> right. Absolutely. Right. How do they let them get away with that? That's the thing. That's how you know how much rigged things are. How things uh, Yeah. Because so there's nowhere in the world they should get away with that. They do it yeah. all the time. All the time. It's just all to take your money. Time. You know, that's why I, I'll be honest with you. Back in the days when I saw them being stuck up a lot of times, I, I, I was, hey, <laughs> that's karma. <laughs> that's karma. You rob people, you get robbed. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of older people win because they sitting there watching. They let them win because they trust that they're gonna give the money back. Yeah, you know, because yeah. that's their that's their recreation. Yeah, so high rolling, I get that. I get you how know? 
they do the whole thing. They put you in a hotel and they put you in the yeah, room. Yeah, so they know you're coming back. And yeah, so you go back down and spend up all the money. I, I had, I had. That's how they bait you. They reel you the in. <laughs> a coworker, they they went to the casino. They used to go to the casino all the time, and they would win like it'd be like twenty five, fifty thousand dollars. They put mm-hmm. them up the room and they high roller because they come they have the hat the jacket and everything like that but <laughs> then they lost it all you get the little gifts and stuff <laughs> yeah, lost it all oh you was a high roller this week yeah well we went up by was up by 62,000 isn't it okay that's cool 62,000 oh that's good I'm saying yeah but I left at 8,000 <laughs> yeah that's how they do it's your book these when with Terry's birthday, I think it was last year or the year before, we went to Yonkers, um, and uh, somebody won big. They thought it, they thought we was a part of the group because they had a you know they had a, a party with them. The manager came out and he thought it was Mona, and he gave he gave all of us t shirts, hats. They gave us complimentary food, you know the good stuff, not the not the not the. Uh, the boring stuff right yeah and he was like how many people in your party so we just rolled with it Boda was like it's like not eight or nine of us and he, he said wait right here I'm gonna hook y'all up they thought they was catering to her because they thought she was one of the ones that won oh, wow. <laughs> I was like don't say nothing don't just, say go <laughs> just go with it just go with it the Elborne, mum's the word, mum's the word. <laughs> he was like, just go. Yeah, I think all of us, Al was there, me, Rev, Al, Terry, a couple of us, we all was at the casino. Yeah, I've been right with it, you know what I'm saying? We hey, like, let's go. Nelson, the maestro, he's over there itching for a scratch star. So yes, gonna- indeed. And that mashup king. Yeah. Hey, hey, Nelson, I, hey, people were going crazy over, yo, those beats. With the hip hop song, the, the the rappers, and do a part three if you want. If you got it in you, brother, bring the part three because folks was like, "Yo, you did this thing." It's a whole new year. It's a whole new everything going on. It's morning coffee radio show, and DJ Nelson the Maestro is still the mashup king, y'all. That's right. All right. So turn up your boom boxes to <laughs> DJ Nelson the Maestro about to go in. Yo, Nelson. Yo, why? Are you ready? Yes, sir. Let's go. Two chain. This should play a partner checking in. This is Lil Wayne right here. Yo, what's up? This is Usher. Tell me I'm the one. Where the beats are fresh and the vibes are contagious. Transparency when you look at me. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Morning coffee. Maestro Party Mix on the Morning Coffee with the Motivator Jazzy G featuring Cheryl Stone. 
Peak wop, bang your head, break the drumsticks. Highness, live from the bricks, one six. Peak wop, bang your head, break the drumsticks. Your highness, live from the bricks, one six. Peak wop, bang your head, break the drumsticks. Your highness, live from the bricks, one six. Peak wop, bang your head, break the drumsticks. Highness, live from the bricks, one six. Peak wop, bang your head, break drumsticks. For a song, rhymes rip the mix, the mix. Specialist with that shit, that shit's your flip, your flip. Tap, savagely attack. This blast with accurate aims to flip the flame, burn this and pop a vein. Ride, ride tracks like a soul train, hold your brain in the state of state. I bang with the big boys, those who hold names. Amateurs get hung with their own gold chains. I swing blades, flash spring grenades against a true master. Way beyond your freshman attempts. Spin rounds on the floor, evidence of the war. It's on till the death, till we settle the score. You can never measure to the standard of the most popular demanded. Rap, rap. Pop corks while I stand, knock your socks off. Ghetto summer jam, got the street locked off. Plus, I knock me off and stop short. All with my thoughts, move the world with an unknown force. We had the bass pound speakers, shell toe Adidas. Original rap with new school leaders. Graffiti art names with fat gold chains. Shock the world, cuts because hip hop remains. Use my mind to control all my body parts Got to know 
rock star, my son's very smart Type of man that the girls wanna read about Indeed, I proceed to rock the house without a doubt Stepping up next, no further ado Smooth B is gonna make a real funky for you Funky for you Teddy Ted, a hip-hop ambassador Keeping you on the floor, giving you more and more His cut's exquisite, what is it, a blizzard? The music who is it, you should come visit The man in the back without further ado Teddy Ted is gonna make it real funky for you Funky for you, funky for you, funky for you, funky for you, funky for you King, Papi Chulo, we're knocking cooler. Pop your moodles out the socket, trying to rock with the yeah. zero. You know my rise is high, word I be drilling them. Chickens be trying to ride, but the curve be killing yeah. them. Filling them with the gas, my G's premium, unleaded. Come get it, finish with the time, then let the pun hit it. Spit it in half, watch the gas. Baby, take a bath, be good, I might put away the and give you the mustache. It's the king of the hip-hop quotables Giving you multiples just by the tone of my voice And the vocal booth I notice you doing your thing with your crew Is it alright if I come down there and sing? Morning Coffee, this is your station The Pulse of the City It's all for one And one for
to toast an MC just like an English muffin. Peter swinging odors if my name was David Ruffin. to toast an MC just like an English muffin. Peter swinging odors. You're tuned into one of the hottest DJs walking the airway. Walking the airways. DJ Nelson, the maestro. The maestro. the maestro. between life or death you should know the truth and the truth shall set you free 
between life or death. I was raised like a Muslim, praying to the East. Nature of my life relates rhymes I release like a cannon. Cause I've been planning to be ramming what I wrote straight on a plate down your throat. So justice I suggest we take a good look at who's who while I'm reading from my good book. And let's dig into every nook and every cranny. Set your mind free as I slam these thoughts. And just like a jenny goes bow, you're gonna see what I'm saying now. You can't be sleeping, cause things are getting crazy. You better stop being lazy. There's many people fronting, and many brothers dropping, all because of dumb things. Let me tell you something, I've been through so much that I'm such a maniac, but I still act out of faith. Then we can get the shit together, so I break. Our fools with no rhyme skills messing up the flow, and people with no sense who be moving much too slow. And so, you will know the meaning of the gangsta. Crew with the mic and premiere the anchor swiftly as we embark on a journey. I had to get an attorney. I needed someone to defend my position Decisions I made cause now it's time to get paid And ladies, these rhymes are like the keys to a dope car Maybe a Lexus or a Jaguar Still, all of that is just material So won't you take the scenario And just imagine, if each one is teaching one We'll come together, so that we become a strong force Then we can stay on course Find your direction through introspection And for my people out there, I got a question Can we be the sole controllers of our fate now? Who's gonna take the way, 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 way. Jumps upon the scene with a lean and a pocket full 
the green. The green doesn't symbolize, I made it on the top, but Robocop last year was a shot. The tone of the Popeye cut shook your butt. Kids are screaming, the media says what? Kind of music is this for you? The dance to the man with the plan and the band demands you. Leave the smack and the crack for the whack, for the vile and the knock, keep a smile like that. Leave the knife and the gun in the store and ignore temptation sent by the nation. Racial game causes pain, he's a new rep. In your hearts and mind, never forget you set. Hawkins, and when you're walking, you don't just want black on black, remember that it's important. Anyway, the shunless one, break forth the fun, no hatred. The summer's almost done, no time for sleep. Jump in your Jeep and pump up the funky beat. A holy Beaver goes off, yo, smash it, then trash it. You're too young to be plumped in a casket. Just get your boys and bring the noise and just swing it. And party people, sing it. Morning coffee, this is your station, the pulse of the city. <laughs> Thing I'm a jinx, oh egg, I'm hey, the girls wanna get some Line up, I'ma get with ya Turn off my lamp, then stamp on you my signature Then I go and look up, so when I stack a push up He'll thank me now, but then be shook up with a hookup And hey, he took a chance, but she can't be romance Cause she's stuck on soup, and meanwhile back at the ranch I'm her Romeo <laughs> She asked for an autograph, so then I rolled it, then I slipped, kept sliding. She drove behind, I stopped, chopped, chopped her up. Instead of a side, caught my breath, then spit it. No one seen that I did it, she was large and big, you dick. I wasn't with it, attitude got bolder. The super Casanova, guess no one had ever just went up and told her we were Romeo. <laughs> It 
one and coffee radio with y'all to the motivated jazzy g cheryl star and dj nelson star maestro doing his thing doing his thing yeah nelson yo why you did your thing bro thank you brother thank you you gotta take him back boy you gotta dig in those crates you know it. Nobody's doing the digging with the hard hat like Nelson doing the digging. You know what I'm saying? Digging in the scene with the gangster lean. <laughs> Don't forget the woo. <laughs> I was told that once, never to leave out the woo woo in that song. <laughs> yeah, that you can't. You can't. You can't. I see. I see. <laughs> yo, yo, you the man now. So you the good. Man. So good, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, bro. Thank you. It's all good. It's That's all right. good. In the hood, y'all. Hip hop. Hey, I'm baby. feeling good today on this thrilling Thursday. You know why I start? You know I'm feeling good this morning. What's that? You know, What's that? I, I woke up this morning like say, man, I know we're gonna have a good show. I know things are gonna go right. You know, everything. It's just, it's just. I think what happened is, it's such a cool week, and we started the week off, you know, celebrating the great Dr. Martin Luther King. Absolutely. Uh, birthday. Uh, Monday and we had such an exciting show and I was like wow you know today I just woke up feeling really good and really well rested too because I, I went to bed on time <laughs> so good so, remedy good remedy yeah, yeah well, I'm, taking, this year. I'm taking melatonin now my doctor got me taking melatonin so it helps mm-hmm. a whole lot so oh, I get right. a, a decent time now and, I, and, and it helps me to rest so you know, and then you know, my cat wakes me up in the morning. She gets me up, you know, and then I have to come out of my celibacy because apparently, when I used to be active and when I was active, I was sleeping. <laughs> I was getting knocked out. <laughs> but now Don't I can't it. sleep. So motivated. Hey, so was I. So was I. Miss <laughs> Willie may be teasing me like, "Are you coming out of celibacy for 2024?" You know? <laughs> That'll do it. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> that, that look, that'll be my reason instead instead of saying, "Oh, I like a guy," I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna sleep with him because I need some sleep." <laughs> 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 when you get older, you start God. having different reasons why you have sex with. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, my doctor said I gotta exercise. So yeah, you know what? I'm gonna call John. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you wild girl, you wild. <laughs> it ain't be like it ain't. Oh, don't you say we was getting in a relationship? No, I told you I just needed you. Like I need. I don't do the gym no more. You're my gym. <laughs> Come be my treadmill. <laughs> Oh wow! <laughs> oh god! I do be like I feel so used. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! god. <laughs> wow! I would feel used. A woman did that to me now. <laughs> I feel so used. I've been in I've been in one relationship for thirty three years. I feel so. <laughs> that would just throw me off. <laughs> now. Back in the day, I was a maintenance man. Right, right. We knew how to do that back in the days. That was before marriage, and yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know, yeah, you I, fix I, up pipe and lay the pipe. Yeah, you know, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was a handy man. But now I would, I don't even know how to even handle that. But hey, <laughs> but again, man. did you see Mike Epps? Uh, Mike Epps put up a post, you know. 
uh, about older women and young girls, like you know how they act after sex. He was like, you, you. He said them old women when you. He said when after you please them. He said old women know how to be real polite with you after sex because she's grateful. <laughs> he said, said she'd be like, we certainly had a great time last night. If you could find it in your heart to do something nice for me today, <laughs> yeah, I made you some sandwiches. I made you. He go young girl be like, um, we, I'm, I want to get my nails. I want to get my manicure. He was like older women. <laughs> they know how to act nicely. <laughs> Oh, no. oh, if you could find it on your heart to do something nice for me, I was like, that was hilarious. Oh man! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, when you get a certain age, you, you look at life differently. The vocabulary changes. <laughs> yeah, you look at life much differently. You know what I'm saying? Hey, on, on that note, let's get to some housekeeping stuff before we go too far. Thoughts <laughs> of wisdom. Yeah, yeah, I'm sorry. Thoughts of wisdom because you you take us in that rabbit hole. <laughs> You ain't got my mind that stuff. <laughs> Let's get some thoughts of wisdom because we need some wisdom right now. All right. So slow grab your paper and your pen or get on your notepad, whatever you gotta do, because right about now, uh Shovel Star is about to go in with today's thoughts of Wisdom. It's time for your thoughts of wisdom with Cheryl Star. Thank you, Jazzy G. So motivators. Today's thoughts of wisdom. They say nothing in life is guaranteed. But the only thing that's guaranteed in our lifetime is death. So so motivators with this new year coming in, we doing some new things. Write that book if you were wanting to write a book. Start that trust fund in your family's name. Marry that woman, fellas. Forgive that man, ladies, especially if you love him. Start that business. Apologize to your old friend Rekindle some old friendships Like guys I want y'all to marinate on that Because we all gonna die one day it's Nothing guaranteed in life but death So live your life now Because time waits for no one And I just want to give that Because we're in the new year Let's start thinking about You know it don't necessarily have to be resolutions It could be things that you want to start Changing in your life You know like we at Jazzy G talked about so many people want to write a book They think they can't They procrastinate on it Write that book So many people want to start their own business And they think that they can't start your own business If you make good french fries Start your own business Okay Everybody got their start by believing in themselves And following their dream So nothing in life is guaranteed But the one thing we can guarantee in our lifetime is death So do the things that you aspire to do now Because you don't know how long you're going to be here And that's just for 2024 Marinate on that Back to you, Jazzy G Follow Cheryl Star's Thoughts of Wisdom on Facebook Thank you, Cheryl Star, with today's Thoughts of Wisdom Yes Yeah You're welcome (laughs) Let's push people to do some stuff this year Yeah, I mean, again, you know like it was said to me one time that you know it's arrogant of you to think that you have tomorrow it's right that, you know so that's that's such a true true statement statement yeah man shout I, out to dr rj gaskin so when he when he laid that out i was like wow that that hit with some truth there <laughs> that was a that was a gut punch there when he said that <laughs> it's absolutely true i think like, wow that's so true 
you know and we don't even think about it from an arrogant standpoint we just we just take for granted you know what I'm saying but that is arrogance right know? absolutely that's that's the, and we got to really look at it like that because again you know it's two things that's for sure okay I know one you said death but the other thing for sure is taxes <laughs> Now, if you ask Donald Trump, <laughs> next time, people. <laughs> <laughs> things I know for sure, Marvin. Yeah. Things I know for sure. Tax, death and taxes. Oh, taxes and death. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> trouble. He said three things I know for sure. Let me get the song right. He said there's three things I know for sure: taxes, death, and trouble. <laughs> so you're gonna see those. Three <laughs> <laughs> Taxes, death, and trouble. <laughs> they guaranteed. <laughs> yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. <laughs> indeed. Now, stop. Yes, yes. Earlier, we were talking about uh, you had a subject, you wanted, the topic you wanted to talk about. Yes, yes, indeed. The, you know, and you know, as we go through life, you know, life, you know, nobody knows what kind of cards life is going to deal them. And like you said, it is arrogant of us to assume that we got 10 more years, five more years, or even another day. So thinking of that, there was a conversation that uh, some folks was having online about if you were single. And so I thought about it because I'm currently single. So the question was, and we want to present this question. I want to present it to you, Jazzy G and the Soul Motivators. If you ran into an old crush and you both were single, would you still be interested? So that was a conversation that folks was having. I was like, oh, we, we got we to gotta talk about that because I had to think about it, you know, because I had I had a few crushes in my day. Right. So, you I, know? so, so have I. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it all depends. Now, for me, answering that question. Right. For me, because you said an old crush. Right. And think uh, about somebody that you may have like. Like this maybe been my person if I didn't get married or uh, you know right. somebody that still because you know not the crushes that you entertain right. right because people were saying I had a crush on some people and then we wind up no these are people that you yeah, didn't never, get to know right you never been with they, they right absolutely had, had a crush with it, it because you was in a your circumstances at the time you couldn't right. You, yeah. Or they moved away somewhere right. and you want to meet somebody else, you yeah. know, the, you know. Yeah. I, I could think of two. I could really think of two. And and those two people, um, I don't even know what their status is. I don't know if they still with us. I, I don't I don't even know. I, I haven't seen them on any of the social medias also, so I don't know. But if if I was to run into them, I would and because I am single. Um, and they were right. And if they were single, I would entertain it. I would, mm -hmm. I would definitely entertain it because. But at the same time, when I say entertain it, in, in the sense of, hey, let's you know, let's talk, let's have some conversation. You know, saying if we both local, like say, like say, even if we're not in the same state, but they like say because it that makes it a little difficult to right, right, state or you're not in the same tri-state so to speak because with new york if you live in new york or, or jersey or connecticut or even pennsylvania that's that's not far to travel absolutely you're talking you know saying you're usually talking you know anywhere between you know saying two to three hours maybe of, of travel time so it's not that not that bad on the fence 
where they live in the tri-state area you know but i i would i would definitely entertain it in the sense of you know having a lot of conversation with them mm-hmm. possible we can like, maybe even you know i would and i probably would let i would let them know that because only two that i would i would entertain and i would let them know i had a crush on them <laughs> right right one no i i had a crush on her one of them know i had a crush on her and and but you know nothing jumped off because we both were in a, in a situation but the other one don't even know i had a crush on her you know what i'm saying right. and she don't even she don't even know and she's she's in detroit so she wouldn't even know she she wouldn't even know and the funny thing when when i first saw her i first met her is when when my aunt passed away my aunt mildred had passed away in detroit and i was i was i was there at the funeral and, I, and me and her we just you know said hi to each other i was introduced to her and everything like that and everything but i i was like i was digging her i was kind of digging her but i was like i'm married so it, it, i didn't flirt not because i don't i don't do none of that i don't know i don't when i was married i, I didn't flirt with other women and none of that stuff because i didn't want no woman saying i said something that did something and i didn't so, so i stayed away from that totally especially on my job like no way, no how. <laughs> nope, you don't crap where you eat. <laughs> Ask them, I said something inappropriate. Nope, nope. I didn't even compliment on your hair, what you wore, none of that stuff. <laughs> you know what I mean? But yeah, she, she, she's, she's in Detroit, and the one, the one that didn't know I had a crush on her, she's in Detroit. The other one, I don't even know where she is, but she knew I had a crush on her. You know what I'm but they would, they'd be the only two I would entertain the rest of them there. <laughs> That's okay, I pass. <laughs> well, so the conversations was like some people were like, Yeah, you know, I had, you know, serious crushes on particular person that, you know, if I ran into them today. So, you know, I was thinking about it and I was saying, because I had I had a couple of crushes. I had a couple right. of crushes. But I was agreeing with some of the, you know, because for every good thing we could say, now we got to say, okay, because, <laughs> you know, reading these comments and hearing people talk about it, because guys are funny, you know, y'all are funny with how, because, you know, most likely the women change for the worse, a lot of times, a lot of times. Yeah. So the guy was saying <laughs> that, I don't know, because... You know, back when we might have had a crush on her, she was an hourglass. She had, you yeah. know, she was a brick house. Yeah. She might be a yeah. brick house in the other way. <laughs> now we yeah, got now the garage now. connected to her. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so they was like, we don't know because you can't just say, yeah, you'll be interested because you now they might come with stretch marks everywhere, you know. So it was funny because you know sometimes men are shallow you know what I mean? so so the women of course you know women are financially looking for you know like oh yeah i remember he had a crush on me but back then you didn't pay him no mind but now he's a he's a banker and, and he's an investment banker and now you're like yes yes i certainly was <laughs> but, but he but he might have had a big you know he might have had a big pimple on his forehead that a big mole a big mole somewhere inappropriate like you're like i don't want to talk to him you know but um yeah crushes are cute sometimes and depending on the age group too because some people was like ah when you when we were young i might have had a crush on a person that they may you know once you get to know them they may be totally different than uh you know because a lot of times we don't get to know the people that we have crushes on because crushes are usually a distance right you know a secret admirer type of thing 
one of the women she don't even know I had a crush on her because again right. I was I was so cool about it I was so cool and again you know I was there for you know aunt's funeral my wife was because Deb didn't even come at the time her and the girl said I was the only one that traveled to my aunt's funeral at the time because I think I think at the, at the, it was so go at the for us all to go it had been kind of like a financial you know it would have been like a financial setback a little bit right but uh so i was there and everything like that of course and uh you know but when i when i met her it was like it was all cool and uh you know she got a cute little name too little, her little nickname is cute little <laughs> the gap uh too and everything it was all it was all good so but she, she's my kind of girl and i was like oh i gotta stay away from her that's my kind of woman right there so I got well to- you know like you said you didn't uh, entertain crushes when you were married um, but when I was married, I had a crush on this guy. He he worked in Las Vegas, and but I you know he never I never had uh, inappropriate stares or conversations with him. And I, I believe he had a crush on me because you know we we used to kind of look at each other like you know hey you know. So recently he he uh, he reached out on social media because he. Um, he seen my post and stuff like that and he was like oh what's going on and it, you know because you know a lot of people in my field kind of know that you know i'm divorced so right he was like i heard that you got divorced and i was like yeah yeah you know so i had a crush on him when when i was you know married but never in, in just in the admirable you get what i'm saying not a crush where because crushes could be different levels of crushes you could have a crush based on you know somebody looks or based on somebody's character or you know i used to like his cologne because i'm a cologne girl right. and i used to like well, every time he come in a room like we used to do all our conventions in las vegas and you know of course i never hung out because i never wanted to put myself you you don't go in fire saying you ain't gonna get burned you don't do stuff like that (laughs) but you know he always wanted to hang out and i'm like nope i don't hang out with men as a married woman i never did you know out of town is definitely a no-no because that's where they blame it on alcohol right (laughs) you know what i'm saying but um you know one of my posts and i put you know i said you know i was hanging out with miss willie may and then i was saying that you know uh yeah i'm into comedy and stuff he was like oh you hanging out with women talking about blaming on god i remember you used to get out of there like you were scared you know and i was like i was a married woman i was supposed to get out of there right exactly it ain't got nothing to do with being scared it's respectful and i love my husband <laughs> exactly. but anyway i would entertain it now because of we're both single right. you know what i mean and yeah. i have some yeah. familiarity with his character uh working in the in the same field so i would entertain it now but back yeah. then no 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 yeah my my i have to get my flirt groove back though i don't have a flirt groove like i used to you know i was a big big flirt back in the day but you know once uh once the marriage thing happened especially once guy in nigeria was born it was like okay i'm not flirting with nobody i'm not i'm not at all so um, that bug had left the building a long time. I think the reason why some people, why I kept my flirtatious attitude, is because I still flirt. I think we, me and my ex-husband, was big flirts. So I think we still, because we still flirt now. You know what I mean? So right. I think, like, you know how you and Deb did your dating 
and you still had date night. Date. So that that sparks the flirtation to stay relevant because you know when she when she date, you know I'm pretty sure you know a lot of married couples did that where y'all go on a date sometimes y'all can meet each other at the place and sometimes you know do a little role play or you know flirt with each other like excuse uh, me miss you yeah. married. Yeah. <laughs> I, that was outside thing. We we role played and stuff like that. That was our thing. Yeah, that's like flirting, you know. Yeah, that was our secret. Yeah, you can say that. Like, yeah. can I have this seat? You know. Yeah. You know, then you just flirt with them and play along and stuff like that. So, yeah. so that keeps it like you know. Yeah. That we, keeps it a little, you know. Yeah. Like matter of fact, matter of fact, we was gonna we was gonna go to a, a one of those speed dating things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Separately. <laughs> That's fun. I would do something yeah, we, like that though. Yeah, see when we get to each other table and then start <laughs> making start making out. We and, and be like people people really believe in it. <laughs> They're yeah. like, oh wow, they found love at first sight. Each other table was gonna But start that's making. fun. See now yeah. stuff like that, that's yeah. right up my alley. Just he never did it, but but yeah, but that's fun. Yeah, I would love to do so. See, I like spontaneous people like that, like the mat. When when you say the girl said the guy got to match her energy, I wasn't thinking nowhere near a financial, and I was thinking about your, your you know the excitement, the right. spontaneism, yeah. you know, the adventurous part of you. When you mention money, I was like, what? What that? that got to do with your energy? <laughs> right. Oh, must you say how much she make? Is she make? She make over a hundred thousand dollars a year. He got his dad. She got matches energy. She got he got match her energy. I was like, well, finances, not energy. It's like that's a currency and it's a different flow. It has a so it threw me off what she was saying. I was like, did she understand what energy is? Like, you know. So I was like, everything is based on. And again, I think the biggest mistake that went to for today's woman, the looking at looking at herself as today's woman. Mm-hmm every woman to base to still base it on the 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 quantity of a man instead of the quality of a man you still you're still missing out on the man because you're looking at the quantity and at the quality you get what i'm saying so if you if you look at the quality of the man and that's what you want from a man but if you put the quantity ahead of it you're no different than, You're no different than the women That were the housewives Because that they had to be taken care of So you're no different Where is your revolution I don't see the revolution I, That's just me I don't see the revolution I see delusion But I don't see the revolution that that's what I'm talking about. But well, a yeah. lot of people on the on the post when they were talking about it, they were basically talking about real live interesting things that you know crushes and and showing real interesting people. It's really nothing to do with financial status on either right. part. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like even in our age group, because you know a lot of times people base things on a overall conversation. But you got to check where is the statistics in the age group of these answers and these conversations coming from. And that's why I like to look at the comments, see who's commenting on. Because when you look through the comments and you and you get in our age group or you know Gen X baby boomers, right? They in the fifty. And they're 60s. Right. They're not saying the things that 30 year olds, 25 year olds, they're not saying that. You know what I mean? Because a lot yeah. of the women were saying that they get scrutinized because of these posts that go up 
and a lot of these posts are coming from the young girls even the people talking about the post and then there was one post that they were saying that you could tell this post is not for black women based on what the post was talking about right. so they was just saying that you know a lot of Gen X's need to don't really they more into the crush series like because they're you know even though we do spend time because I'm on social media to promote my poetry and my books and stuff but it's social media is entertainment but I'm not really social media relationship type of person right you know what I mean right where you could go to those speed dating things that that you mentioned those are fun like you get to really sit face to face with a person you get to laugh with them and see if they have a sense of humor you can't tell nothing from social media just because a person put a nice post up or you know they might post that where they was at you know what i mean kind of crazy too i I wasn't used to it but i you know i kind of suspended my facebook uh dating app for a bit Mm -hmm. because it, it got a little frightening for me. I just reinstated it just recently, matter of fact. That's the funny thing. But I met, you know, two women that I, I have conversation with um, kind of uh, at times. We don't talk like every day. Or right, but you might catch her and have a conversation or here. Or something like that. Or, you know, one I've, I've been on a date with and everything like that. But again, that's why I told you I'm in the friend zone. But both of them, I'm friends. The other one lives in, in Boston. So we talk on the phone and things like that. So we, we we never met in person and everything like that. The other one, of course, like I said, we were on a date. But because uh, she's living next town from me. Right. But but I they, they're friends. You get what I'm saying? We, we, right. I'm, I'm in the friend zone, and and that's rightfully so. It's, it's nothing beyond that. But I love the conversation I have with them. I love you know what I'm saying and they're present because it makes me feel comfortable. You know, and they right. and having right. to make me feel that they they're not trustworthy of our conversation and anything like that. So it's we just have nice conversation and it's good to talk to someone. You know, saying that opposite sex and just have a conversation. Well, that's say it's, it's a healthy thing to have yeah, men know. and women should bond on conversation yeah. on hobbies or yeah. you know uh you know natural talking yeah. about life in general is a good is you don't want to always have conversations with just men right. you know you want to you want to definitely because you we learn from each other when we put our guards down and we're just looking at one another as friends right so now there's no men and women war surfacing because there's a friendship bonding and and everybody all women can say oh he got it this and that there's women out here that fell in love with a broke man right and and money had nothing to do with how they felt about him deep down inside it's just that sometimes it's better to say oh i want to get this but most people don't get what they say they want (laughs) you know what i mean (laughs) because because everybody one of the guys was like you can talk about your fantasy woman all you want like oh i want the perfect body i want the perfect woman and nine out of ten that's not the woman you fell in love with right the woman that good uh, give you sex Make you a sandwich And shut up That's not gonna happen bro. Absolutely You you really gonna find Somebody that Like you said That you could be Comfortable with exactly. You could have Good conversation You could laugh You could be a goofball with You could You know You could look crazy In the house with That's the realness In a relationship And, and, and I'm not looking For, for Debbie 2.0 I'm not looking For Debbie Right so it's like it's whatever that woman is, is as they say bring to the table it's fine with me it's like you know i just looking for the companion 
part of it, you know what I'm saying? Because again, right. I'm celibate, so I've been, you know, I haven't had sex since I had sex with my wife. So it's like, you know, and that's been, you know, three years now. So I'm, for, for me. Oh, we neck and neck. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's I think I'm a beat you, Jazzy. With that opposite sex and just having a good time. That's right. Absolutely. That's fun for me. You know what I'm saying? That's interesting. Right. Because just me as a as a man, I, I, it makes me feel good to be with with someone of the opposite sex, and, and we can both be out and go see a good show or go dancing or something like that. You know, so that's the I guess the old fashioned part of me. It's funny you say that too, because my um, my ex husband's aunt, she uh, she always asks about my sister. Um, you know, she's the one I told you she works for uh, Social Security. Right. And she said, she always tell me, you know, how's Terry? How's your sister? She told me that. Tell her to make sure that she has male conversation, you know, companion with, with, because she said it's a stimulant and it basically, it, it helps you do your, your morning process. And I was like, oh, you know how old people have, older people, well, I'll say, older people got some jewels that yeah. they pass on to us that we just whip on the rug and take for granted. Yeah. But yeah. she was saying that a man and a woman because and, and we know this as women we don't want to talk to our female friends all the time right. you know there's a there's a time and a place when there's girls night sometimes you're on the phone with your girls but when you have that opposite sex conversation it's a different aura over the phone in yeah. person it's yeah. it's a different thing and she was saying you know tell her to make sure that even if he's just a friend you know blah 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 and when my sister started having those conversations she's like Cheryl Auntie was right because it's a it's a it's a different thing. Just like one of my friends who's uh, lost his wife, he he enjoys talking to me. Like Cheryl, right. you not just because I'm a comedian, but because we just be on the phone and there's no right, yeah, there's no pressure there, you know. And he enjoys talking to me. He talks talks to me about a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's just like when I was when I went on the Tom Joyner. Uh, cruise at first. I, I was thinking about asking my friend, lady friend, and but I was like, I don't right. ask her, but I was thinking that I may want something out of it because I don't. But it would have been nice just to have that kind of companion. But because I only made me think of that is because I was because I was thinking, okay, guy, I may not want to go because he may think it's the old folky thing and this and that because he he kind of like wasn't think you know since she was kind of papooted a little bit until I mentioned Stevie Wonder then that was it then that was the go ahead run for her but so I would you know I would I would like to have taken you know saying a companion and just we just hanging and having fun and, and, and something like that but for me I don't I don't want anyone to feel that they being obligated or anything or may I may have some some pre-notion coming from me so right that's, and that's why you just gotta say that and that's the right. best Type of, just come out and say what your what your possible fears is like. Right. This is what I've been feeling, and this is what we you know we gotta promote this in 2024, people. Like we kind of be we get in our own way with our own you know like you know our, that voice in your head. Uh, ah, if she might think that you know what, just come out and be like, this is what I'm thinking, and boom, boom, boom. Like I I have no problem talking about my celibacy, talking about the direction 
where I'm going at and and whoever is on board with getting to know me I appreciate it you know because yeah there's there's some guys that I had that conversation with and, and and at their age you would think that's that's not to be the all end all be all and you know Bailey like text you hey how you doing happy new year <laughs> but then there's there's a, you know a person that's been we've been talking since last year and then right. you know and he's like you know don't don't rush for nobody like yeah. even me exactly. you know exactly and and again for me uh because when i saw my vulnerability to, to certain people that i thought i can trust they, every single one of them turned on me so even my ex-fiance she turned on me so it it, it kind of made me gunshot so for the rest of the year you know what i'm saying so you know for for the 20 they say 2022 and 23 especially 23 because the 22 is when i was more vulnerable mm -hmm. those people trip turned on me uh, you know say every single person that i saw my vulnerability to and these are people that i i grew up with since i was like six years old and and and, and one of my best friends that that turned to me you know we knew each other since we was five or six years old the other one we knew each other since we were 13 and 16 years old you know what i'm saying and then my ex-fiance i thought we had a, a great friendship all through both our marriages you know what i mean and right. and i was there for when she got divorced and stuff like that i'm like okay i I'll cheer you on and everything like that. You know, I'm gonna, you can talk to me. And I'll be like, if you really love me, hook me up with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't, you know, and I kept no secrets from Deb. She knew, you know you what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. we talk often. It was once in a while. It's like maybe once a month, maybe, or something like that. Once every couple of months, maybe. You know what I'm saying? So, and then we talked more after Deb passed because I was, I thought she could be somebody as that female companion that I can talk to now because she know me as long and not even longer but you, know, you get what I'm saying right I thought I can trust her come to find out I couldn't trust her so again you know she turned out to be a user you know and, 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 and so that all those things and then my best friend and, and and things like that and these people I couldn't count on you know what I mean and then you know my best friend is you know he's minister too and all that stuff and I'm like okay see I, all those things made me sh shy away you know what I'm saying so I didn't want to be vulnerable to these people and even though my therapist was saying hey man you gotta tell these people how you really feel you gotta tell people how you feel right you gotta tell hey, people how you feel right and I was like nope I'm not gonna do it because when I did it in 2020 when i did it in 2022 all these people turned on me It's a lot of people and then you, then you have other people that i'm close to they they were insulted that i didn't turn to them you know what i'm saying and i was like nah well i didn't because i can't trust that you won't do the same and it, well it, everybody's different that's you. you're gonna miss your blessings like that yeah i know but no matter what people say to you you don't right know the access because again these are people that because people say a lot of things to you when you lose right when you're oh, down yeah for me it's time or this and that this right crisis and i'm talking to people when i'm in a crisis and then next i know these people are are, are, are are moving away from me now or making excuses why they can't be in my life anymore you know what I'm saying and make it like i'm the bad guy why they can't be in my life anymore see nah see i see i see how that rolls and again but you know when i when i think of that too like maybe that's sometimes they weren't meant to be like you know how you say everybody that uh started with you don't go don't go with you yeah and yeah. some people are yeah. not built yeah. for tragedy some people are uh, you know like when we start analyzing the different type of friends we had i think we talked about it at a show 
you know, the different type of friends in your life. We yeah. we try to give all of our friends 100% of everything when we don't supposed to because exactly. like you said, a lot of people sooner as a problem come, they because they may not know how to handle a problem or they may look at you as somebody who helped them with their problems. So now they're like, what? Jazzy is surprising me. Like, you know, no, we all are human. And there's a time where I'm going to be weak, where I might have been strong these eight times and you saw me at my strength. Yeah. But now when I'm weak, they make they may can't look at me in a you know, they they'll be surprised. Oh my god, I can't I can't believe you. We, yeah. you're the one that we all admired. But I guess what? I'm human. And I have right. my strengths and then there's things that I'm weak at. Right. And and the thing is is it, it, like I say the Superman syndrome, the Superman where mm -hmm. we expect especially black men to be Superman all the time. Time. And right. And, and the thing and, and the, the funniest thing about that theory or or that presence, I, I shouldn't even call it a theory because it's not a theory. It is a right. So Superman, the, the truth about Superman is that we may look at Superman as the alter ego, right? Of Clark Kent. But Clark Kent is who his authentic uh, self. Alter ego. Mm -hmm. Superman is Jalil. And that's who he truly is. He's a Superman. Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? He's a Superman because he's Jalil and he gets the strength from the sun. The closer to the sun, the more stronger he gets. And right. he do things. Clark Kent is just an alter ego so that people can see him in a human light. You know what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. black men is a hard is a hard time for, for people to see black men in a human light. Right. Superhuman or subhuman. You know what I'm saying? So that's the reason why our lives get taken easily. Because mm -hmm. the he us, we can never be a clock can't. You know what I'm saying? Right. At at, at our most vulnerable moments. Because that is the alter ego. We gotta mm -hmm. we gotta always be Superman. But Superman is Jalil. He's he's right. he's a he's a sun god. And and okay, he has these superpowers, but at some time he has to take time out to be just just human for a bit. Mm-hmm. If if it can't make some right. obscured, little nerdy, not as not as flashy or not as whatever, so be it. And he takes that. But when you can't be that person, it kind of it kind of makes you sad, and that's what right, I'm right, right. About this year to be way more vulnerable than I was last year, and to open up more. Okay, even though I talk about Deb a lot and things like that in the previous shows, I did that because my therapist said I have to bring her into my presence in order to to keep our past, bring her into my presence. Stop, stop putting her away because that's where my sorrow is that's where my that's that's where my sadness is that's where my my depression is and it, it, you get what i'm saying so mm -hmm. i bring it into my presence so i talk about her a lot that was to get me to she's in the spirit she's part of the show she's just, that whole thing but at the same time i held back a lot I held back a lot of how I truly was feeling because again, getting on this short each and every morning made a difference for me. But you know, it, it gave me life. You know, I get on right. here because it gives me life. I'm not trying to be, uh, you know, say because I can't be 
I can't be Superman all the time. I gotta be Clark Kent some sometime. Right, right. Get the chance to be Clark Kent. I'm gonna be Clark Kent on here. It doesn't make me phony. It doesn't make me disingenuous. It doesn't make me any of those things. It just allow me to be human. You know, if I could be human for these two hours, you know, five days a week, that's fine with me. And then after that, I gotta be John because I gotta be John Lil all the time. <laughs> but Superman to everybody else. I, when I tried to start this woman's uh, thing, the sisterhood, I called it Ladies, Queens, and Beautiful Human Beings. And it was breakout groups. We created uh, different conversations about, uh, you know, friendship, uh, vulnerability, like a lot of things. People, you know, some marriages. And, right. you know, a lot of times people don't like to talk about the things that they go through. Uh, because of people see us like superheroes and stuff and I had people say Cheryl when are you going to do this again because those were healing conversations like right. we, we even talked about uh, financial bank account like things that we went through in life and when because it was like different different women that I was close with from all different places I had women that I work with that I was close with women that I grew up with that like my longtime friends came and we gave out friendship awards we gave out uh strength awards because my sister friend was battling breast cancer she was a survivor at right. that time so we were talking about things that women go through and um how do we build the sisterhood and I, that's why i like that you're doing the further and fathers because yeah, because yeah. men haven't had you know the opportunities in the way that women had it Right. It, it's like people got to see you as a Superman all the time, and right. it is it is unfair, you yeah. know. It yeah. is unfair, and then it's it's like you know when you do see a person because people are like that. Like we expect a person to be who they are, who we know them to be, not who they are, but who we know them to be. Like I say all the time in the boardroom at work. I am a bulldog when it comes to negotiation, but I'm not like that when it comes to a relationship. Right. And my niece was saying that because um, my, my brother's daughter, my oldest niece, she was saying that, you know, I know who I am. And I said, you know, strong women in different aspects of the roles that they play. Because if you, if, if, you know, if Deb worked in an all male dominant field and she had to prove herself, she's going to pick up some, a little bit of pushback because she's fighting with men and right. and that's what i was saying but in your household where now you are the woman your husband is the man of the house or even around the people that love you not just even in relationships around your family the people that love you you're supposed to be able to be yourself like right. don't expect me to be superwoman all the time just because you saw my cape right. <laughs> you, you saw me and you were like oh my god now when i'm crying and I'm like, this is what I'm going through. People are looking at me like I'm crazy. Like, are you kidding me, Cheryl? Right. <laughs> like, you right. kidding me? Yeah. And for me, it's it was scary for me. So right. I didn't want to reveal it to because I was so heartbroken and disappointed in these people that I thought I can trust. So I was like, man. So it it hurts me at the same time. So I mean, thank God for the therapy that I'm that I'm in. You know. Right. So, Therapist, and they kept trying to push me to be more vulnerable to my friends and family, and I was like, I, I can't now because I'm too afraid. It, it's too hurtful. I mean, saying not 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 having my 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 best like one of my best friends that he and I are speaking more now and everything like that. But we still it's it's still kind of uh, but it, we we at least having conversation. My other friend, 
know what I'm saying? We haven't talked to each other in, 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 in a while. And the last conversation that we have when we talked to each other, you know what I'm saying? He was basically cursing me out, you know what I'm saying? But the far as we, we text each other or something like that times or, or, or social media, we deal with each other. You know what I mean? And and even when when our best friends passed our father passed away, I basically text them about it. You know what I'm saying? And even this year, you know, I sent them a happy new year and everything like that. I text them a, a happy new year and everything like that to everybody. But again, you know, certain people, you know, that just kinda like cut me off. So the ones that cut me off, even like my ex fiance actually blocked me. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, that that's right. And what did I do a safe that I should be blocked? I can understand me that dealing with, but to be to block me, okay, that's kinda extreme. So I don't know what's going on. Right, right. I don't I don't like when people do that though. Yeah. You know, yeah, like childish, the cow coward way out. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I surmise what's going on because you know, I, I but that that part didn't even bother me either. It's just that wow. So this whole time you had a scheme going on. This whole time there was uh there was something behind your whole you know, it was a madness to you and, and now you feel that you don't need me, you know, it's like I don't you know, it's like I could put them out of my life altogether. Like, wow, where did that come from? So all those things made me kind of like, and even with family members, it, it kind of made me feel like, eh, I don't really want to deal with too many people too much. Until me and I, my close I, friend went through that when my well, father died. And I left it like that. I'm good. I used to say things like, I'm good. Right. <laughs> and just I went that. through that with um, one of my closest friends when my dad died, right? Yeah. And um, me, me and Rev is kind of similar in way we, we tell people what we feel. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I don't. I'm not saying S and Terry don't, but I know that we don't like when you hold in. You know, I tell people what I feel. So when me and my girlfriend, she had, you know, of course, you know, she loved my dad because she used to get them, you know, free rooms. And she came, she she came. My father loved her, you know. So she came to the funeral, participated in everything that a that a close friend would do. But after the service and stuff like that, we kind of, you know, I was going through it because, you know, me and my dad was real tight. And so I was kind of feeling because this is the first time we lost a person in our household, like the family, even though we, you know, aunts, uncles, cousins died. But Mm. this was like my father. So when I did hear from her after that, she was like, why you ain't be calling? Bah, bah, bah. And I let her have it. <laughs> I was like, you spoiled, ungrateful. Because, you know, like I said, I'm not superwoman every day, but I really was, was honest about her. I was going through X, Y, Z. I sung at my father's funeral. Right. Um, danced with my father. Yeah. I sung at my father's funeral. And I had to get through that song. You know, right. and I did it for my mother. You know, because that song is really... Uh, saying he wished he could he could come back to even though he was suffering as his son Luther Vandross made the song but he was saying I want to help my mother because my mother is crying more than me right and so I did that song at at my dad's service and um so when I had broken told my friend I've been suffering but going through this you know I lost my dad had to watch him die blah 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 she she really uh she sent me this best friend card she started calling me and so now my story to say is that that conversation that i told her i'm not um i'm I'm not superwoman she took it to heed and now because when my my ex-husband was in critical condition both of my close friends actually they was always catered they was there for me 
And that's why I love my friends because we keep it real with each other. We, I'm not right. going to be like, oh, no, no, no. I tell them off and they even told me off at times. You wasn't a good friend this year. You know, that's why I like having those discussions because sometimes we be like, oh, yeah, I ain't going to say nothing. No, I'm going to tell you how you hurt me, what I felt about it. And then it's up to you because if you, if we're going to stop being friends, then we were never as close. And sometimes love and friendship has to be tested when the problems come. Right. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Nelson is giving us the wrap up sign here, and uh, so we're gonna we're gonna get, we're gonna have more conversations like this, so motivators and everything like that. But I want you to tell us how you feel. What's going on with you? Would you what? date a crush What's that you ran into if he got a mole on his lip? <laughs> 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 you ain't had that mole when we was eighteen. <laughs> now, would you would you would you would you go for a crush if y'all both was available? And, and how vulnerable are you in 2024? Okay, so we're going to hear from you. So uh, hit us up, info at morningcoffee.chat, info at morningcoffee.chat. That's info at morningcoffee.chat. So so motivated. Let's take our deep breaths, our affirmation, protection, prayer, and because uh, I'm as all good things come to an end. But you'll see us again tomorrow here. We'll be back radio show tomorrow with Freestyle Friday. But let's take our deep breath. Let's breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend, extend, extend it. One more time, beloveds. Breathe in. Hold it, hold it, hold it. Release. Extend it, extend it, extend it. The light of God surrounds us. The love of God enfolds us. The power of God protects us. The presence of God watches over us. No matter where we are, God is and all is well. It's Thrilling Thursday with the motivator, Jazzy G. That is your affirmation protection prayer for the day, beloved. You take that no matter where you're supposed to stay, maybe work, or play on this Thrilling Thursday. Remember, I love each and every one of you. It's not a damn thing you can do about it. Hey, Star, what you Yes, yes. Well, today is acting school. I'm not on the bull riding no more this year. <laughs> I'll get back on the bull riding when I'm getting ready to get out of celibacy. <laughs> acting class. I'm going to play like I'm single. <laughs> How do you act single when you're single? <laughs> Crazy, y'all. She's crazy, y'all. Hey, please start now so we got to take two steps to the rear. Get on out of here, y'all. We have so much fun today. Hey, just hit us up. Let us know how you feel, all right? Love you. Hey. Soul Motivators, hit us up. Info at morningcoffee.chat. Info at morningcoffee.chat.